Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, November 12th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're going to talk more about the saints of our faith. But before that, let's have a moment for prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you for the ways that you work not only in our lives individually, but the lives of the community. And we have eyes to see that. May we have mouths to proclaim it, and in our proclaiming, may it point back to you and your love. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Listen to our reading from the 12th chapter of Hebrews, verses 1 through 13. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who for the sake of the joy that was set before him endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and has taken seat at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such hostility against himself from sinners, so that you may not grow weary or lose heart. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood, and you have forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as children. My child, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, or lose heart when you are punished by Him. For the Lord disciplines those whom He loves, and chastises every child whom He accepts. Endure trials for the sake of discipline. God is treating you as children, for what child is there whom a parent does not discipline? If you do not have that discipline in which all children share, then you are illegitimate and not his children. Moreover, we had human parents to discipline us, and we respected them. Should we not be even more willing to be subject to the Father of spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time, as seemed best to them, but he disciplines us for our good in order that we may share in his holiness. Now, discipline always seems painful rather than pleasant at the time, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, lift your drooping hands and strengthen your weak knees and make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather be healed. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Tara, for our Friday fun question, this passage talks about punishment and discipline. What is the worst punishment you remember receiving, and why was it bestowed upon you? Well, Brett, I was a model child in all respects, so I'll tell you about my one spanking. Wow. Uh-huh, one. And literally, I think, is that the only time I really remember getting in trouble? Yeah. Um, but my older brother, I was in third grade. My mom was at work. I felt we were home alone after school. And he's cranking Led Zeppelin Four. In retrospect, a wonderful album. I should have embraced it. But I was in third grade. <laughs> what did I know? 
and I go stomping down to his room and I throw open that door and I say, turn that dang, except I use the bad word, turn that dang music down. And then I go flouncing back into the kitchen and run into my mother. <laughs> and she is laughing, but I still got a spanking. So tell me, what about you? I can't believe that in your one spanking, it still resulted in a your mother laughing. Well, she thought it was hilarious. And like spanking as in like two taps on the booty. But um, I was more ashamed that I had done something wrong. So my parents tell about how it's really fun learning about the different ways to discipline each of their four boys because we responded differently. Yes, different and things certainly work. My oldest brother, being the oldest, he took away privileges, mm -hmm. and that's how he, he responded. Yep. My younger brother, TJ, uh, you just gave him a look, and like you, he crumbled. Felt, felt, felt the guilt and the shame. My youngest brother, um, who who is adopted, uh, they did different therapy techniques that the therapist suggested, and me, they just spanked all the time <laughs> because that was the only way to get through to Whatever me. Whatever they did, it worked. You're a great person, but I'm sorry it, to hear your bottom it, was on fire. It was. Your it was definitely. I can remember. I you know again. I, did, I was just such a little turd. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I remember my dad saying like. I'll spank you every day of the week if that's what it takes. <laughs> and we probably got close that week. Uh, well, you know, my husband, I've heard him say before that Tara's only had one spanking and that's what's wrong with her. <laughs> <laughs> but to our scripture, mm -hmm. it talks a lot about discipline and punishment. Do you think that, uh, that that's still evident, that that still works in our lives? I was thinking we were reading this about um, how people have such different definitions of discipline. Hmm. So I think there is a much more conservative theologically uh, kind of thing that sees discipline as corporal punishment, mm -hmm. right? Um, it's that uh, spare the rod, spoil the child. Mm -hmm. um, I'm thinking of like my uncle in Western North Carolina. He would have read this as in you got to spank your kids and keep them in line and you're doing it for God. So. For me, my working definition of discipline is doing what we know is right, even when we don't want to do it. And that is very much a part of Christian life. Hmm. Um, I am called to pray even when I don't want to. I am called to forgive even when I don't want to. I am called to love even when I don't want to. And so I actually think that, yeah, discipline is a huge part of who we are, but it's just so misunderstood. Hmm. And we're, we're an interesting people because we have so much freedom generally. Um, I have been, and I will also say that, you know, I joke about having one spanking, but you know, I didn't have very good parents and I pretty much raised myself after a certain age. So I, I'm just now, I feel like in a lot of ways learning what discipline is. Hmm. Um, and it has been late in life that I've discovered that when I am disciplined, when I limit some of my freedoms, I'm actually a much happier and balanced and peaceful person. Like that's new to me, mm. new information. But yeah. um, I love what Paul talks talks here. And if we're especially if we're talking about saints, I mean, think about how many people have kept First Presbyterian Church of Huntsville going by doing things they probably did not want to do. Mm. You know. Um, what do you think about when you read this and what does discipline mean or look like to you? Yeah. You know, uh, 
when we were reading this with our, with our staff, our, our music director, Patricia, I think pointed out something really lovely of, she said, you know, I think of discipline and the definition of uh, when you're committed to something. Mm. And so in that sense, if we read this passage as, as God is committed to you, mm. um, that God is, God is committed to making sure that you are heading on the right path. And I think that's a really that's a lovely way yeah. to frame it. Um, and also I was just thinking about it of, you know, when we, when we discipline children and however that looks, whether it's a word, whether, you know, it's taking away privileges, whatever, whatever works in your family. Um, and we know that to be a good thing, right? That, yeah. that, that we need to, to guide and, and to, and to correct. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it's just funny how now that I'm an adult, I'm like, well, the indignity that I would have to be, you know? yes. uh, how, how dare God think that I need to be corrected in some regard. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's just, man, my pride was just like laid bare in this passage and my visceral response to it. That's um, funny. But there is a, a constant, I've, I've, I've liked to think of it as, as a, as a correcting, as a correction. I think that that separates it from, you know, like you said, when you say words like discipline and punishment, that's as many different uh, definitions as it is listeners. Um, it's there. There's trauma that can be wrapped up in that. There's it's hard to distinguish those things. So I think I like the word correcting uh, because we do need constant course corrections in our lives, and I think God does point us in those direction and convict us. Uh, and uh, thanks be to God for that. Yes. Yes. Um, I, while we're sitting here talking, I'm, I'm looking at my dictionary and, um, you know, the idea, two things. One is that discipline as a noun often means like a course of study too, hmm. right? That you have something that you are studying and here's the breadth of it. And I do, that's not how it's used in this passage, but I do like to think of the idea that, um, there is a learning that I am taking part in and I may not appreciate all parts of it and I may not think I need to know, but I am called to it anyway because I want to be in this discipline. And then the other one is, um, you know, the verb, which really just means um, to train. Hmm. We're being trained. Hmm. Um, And, you know, we may be trained for a short time. We may be trained our entire lives through, but I do trust the one who is training me. And I think that's that's um, important to remember. Well, it makes me think of, we were talking earlier uh, today about how your daughter was saying, you know, she hates practice. Yes. <laughs> she, she hates practicing. And you're like, everyone hates practicing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Everyone hates training. Yeah. <laughs> everyone totally. hates to be, to, to put that work in. Uh, but then when you get, to be out there uh, and and you're doing, you know those those acts that God has called you to do. That is exciting. Um, mm-hmm. That you are surrounded by that cloud of witnesses at the beginning. Um, I read a commentary that talked about how, you know, uh, doing a cross country race and he practiced over and over and he did the course over and over. Uh, and then when he did the course for the race, when he got to that last 200 feet. And all of a sudden, there was 300 people cheering. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of a sudden, he had this kick that he had no idea oh, where yeah. it came from. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and I like that that thought of, um, you know, we, we discipline and we're trained and we're corrected. Uh, and then when we're surrounded by the community, we're encouraged to go that extra mile. And we have the energy to do that. You know, what's interesting is, you know, my daughter, like you were talking about, she plays basketball. So she has to practice 
that is a requirement of being on the team, of doing like the games or all that kind of stuff. But for Christianity, we have to choose our discipline. Mm -hmm. No one imposes it on us. Mm -hmm. The Lord God doesn't force us to do these things. And I think that is lovely, but it also means we have to make sure that we are constantly choosing it day after day. Well, to close, we have a quote from Plato, of all people. Um, He has written, Do not train a child to learn by force or harshness, but direct them to it by what amuses their minds, so that you may be better able to discover with accuracy the peculiar the peculiar bent of the genius of each. Good old Plato. Good old Plato. Mm. He's always those encouraging words, you know. That's what he does. <laughs> Thank you all for being with us. We hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend. We'll be back again on Monday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen. Amen.